In this interview, you get the chance to meet Max Cohen, who is our HubSpot insider and really is going to focus on some of the service side, but really all of the conversations that we're going to have moving forward on the spot. I have to be honest with you, the first time I heard Max on YouTube teaching HubSpot, it was kindred spirits. So you'll enjoy this interview. Some of the responses are hilarious. Some are thought-provoking. But hey, without further ado, let's get into this. Are you a HubSpot user looking to stay up to date with HubSpot inbound and all the information that will make your job easier and help you and your company grow better? Each week, the spot brings you the HubSpot education, ideas, and tools that you need to maximize your success make work just a little bit easier, and of course, brighten your day along the way. Listen in as Julie, Doug, Max, and George share their authentic, entertaining, and valuable conversations with the people who really matter. That's right, you. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for your HubSpot journey heroes. Welcome to this week's episode of The Spot. You just recorded the first episode of the new HubSpot podcast, The Spot. What are your immediate thoughts? Uh, I'm excited. Um, the, I mean, obviously, yeah, like I'm, I'm super excited. I'm really, first of all, thrilled to be part of something that I think is going to be given back to the community in a big way. Um, the different viewpoints that we have on a lot of this stuff. And it was, it was really clear, especially when we were talking to, um, when Doug was kind of giving his thoughts on like alignment and things like that super different perspective i've like never heard before which like i totally like understood it like i could totally see why he was coming from it um from that angle um it was just like so interesting to see how different folks in this community think about things that just seem like the norm and like the standard right like especially when it comes to like marketing and alignment and like all that kind of stuff so that was super cool but i'm like really you know even just out of that first conversation I can tell there's going to be like a lot of value coming to the community from this. And I'm, I'm super stoked to be a part of it, but yeah, it's, I think it was a great chat. And like, when we really get into like a lot of the nuts and bolts and, and meteor like discussion topics and everything, like I cannot wait to see where it goes. It's going to be sweet. What makes Max super happy? What makes me happy? Mm. Well, my daughter, I'd say that's, that's definitely the big one. My daughter, Eliza, she's a year and I want to say nine months now, I believe. And we've got another little baby coming in October. So she's going to be getting a little sister right before she turns two. So right now she's, she's making me super happy a whole ton. More along the realms of like what we're going to be talking about and stuff in, in terms of like what makes me, makes me happy like professionally is, is getting people to aha moments. I got to experience that a lot when I was working with customers as a customer onboarding specialist or implementation specialist as it was called back then. It's, it's super rewarding when you see like marketing teams or sales teams or, you know, really any sort of just even individual contributors that are just getting started with this stuff that are having a you know, ton of problems, finally get to that aha moment and like get it. That was always like a super rewarding, like those are super rewarding, like micro moments for me that like made me like actually happy with like what I was doing. I know we're, we're trying to keep this more personal and, and, and talk about like, you know, me as a person, but I think it's worth calling out that it's great that I've been able to find a career where the day-to-day stuff and the day-to-day interactions like truly makes me happy and not just have it be like a paycheck type thing, you know? Outside of that, 
you know, I love spending time with my family. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's crazy. My family's like all over the place uh, now. Cause of course we're all like <laughs> adults and everything, but you know, I, I spend a lot of time playing video games with my brother and we have a really good time every night doing that. Um, you know, it's something we've been able to bond over since we haven't been able to like be close to each other at all. So I have a lot of fun moments at night with him and, and all my buddies um, and, and paintball paintball makes me happy, man. I've been playing paintball since I was 15 years old. Uh, I coach competitive teams now. A lot less since, since COVID happened. A good mix of paintball, family, video games, HubSpot, babies, kids, all those kinds of things. So what gets your blood boiling in a heartbeat? I mean, like you're like hashtag triggered. Yeah, hashtag triggered. I mean, so a lot of things, a lot, I, so it's, it's really tough to get me, get me angry. I think frustrated and baffled is something that I get a lot more than, than angry. If, if, if we were to kind of bring this to like a, a good HubSpot example, it's like when I see businesses just be blessed with the opportunity to really kind of double down on the inbound thing and make some significant change in the way they operate, the way they grow, the way they think about serving their customers and building their business and doing right by their employees. I think it's when, you know, I see folks squander that opportunity, that that's like one of the things I've found like in my life that, 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 that really get my blood boiling. And, and it's not so much that I dwell on it, uh, but it, it, it motivates me to, to help people better and teach differently and communicate differently and really try to get people enthusiastic about the same stuff that I'm enthusiastic about. Yeah. So I think it's just like missing opportunities when you have them and like not, not taking advantage of it in the moment when you should be. Because that's something I've always struggled with in, in my life, right? So I hate when, when I see other people do it. What do you hope to deliver to the audience of the spot? I think the big thing for me is I see a lot of folks feeling that they have to operate certain ways because of buzzwords that they hear. And I also see a lot of folks overcomplicating things and perseverating on different parts of building an inbound strategy and using the HubSpot tools when they shouldn't be. Um, again, going back to what gets my blood boiling. So what I'm really hoping that like I can bring is just a simpler, easier, enthusiastic outlook on like what HubSpot the platform is, what inbound the strategy is, and how to marry those two things together in a way that can make sense for the masses, not just for the, the, the inbound experts out there. Because the, the fact of the matter is, is like the majority of people out there don't understand how to put these two things together and make it work right. And the other thing is like, is it complicated? Sure, but it's not rocket science. It's a lot of very simple fundamentals. It's like, a, I always say inbound's a sport, right? You have to play it. You have to practice it. You have to use teamwork. There's certain plays you run. You got to, you know, fail a whole bunch of times before you figure out what works. There's, you know, a lot of parallels of doing inbound and in sports, as silly as that sounds. There's a lot of fundamental things that, that you can learn that can get you better at this thing. And there's a lot of easier ways to look at certain things that may seem more complex at face value. And, you know, throughout our conversations, like I'm really hoping I can help people demystify a lot of this stuff, how to think about content easily, how to think about the basic motions of what you should be doing in HubSpot, the different maneuvers, all that kind of stuff. Um, and how to like zoom out and approach your business by like looking at the flywheel, having an honest conversation about how you attract, how you engage, how you delight, finding the problems within there, and then figuring out how you combine the strategy and the software 
to actually overcome those challenges that you have. So yeah, I think the big thing for me, simplify, talk about the fundamentals, build the muscle memory that is inbound marketing. Yeah, go from there. Mm -hmm. What do you hope to get out of being part of the spot? So big thing for me, and I think I, think I kind of mentioned this in our first conversation that we have is like, I, I never had a whole lot of exposure to like the partner world, right? It's, it's, I always worked with direct customers. I work with HubSpot employees. I don't know a whole lot about what the life of a partner is like. Do I know what partners do in general? Yeah, absolutely. Do I know how to like recommend them to customers? Sure. But like, I never got to talk to them a whole bunch. Right. It was, it was very, 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 very limited um, just in my career path that I took, not, not for any like weird reason. So I really, really want to get a good insight and look and learn a lot from the perspectives that we have from you folks on the partner side. I mean, selfishly, that's a, that's a big thing for me. And then, you know, I, I think the other big thing I'm looking for is just like being able to validate that I was able to give back to this community that's given so much to me. Like I am who I am professionally today because of HubSpot, because of our customers, because of my colleagues, because of the company, you know, and, and, and I want to give back to the community as much as I possibly can and kind of know that I've had, you know, an impact, even if it's small. All right. That's the, the two big things I definitely want to get out of it. Give us your thoughts on personal education, personal education. So it's one, obviously it's very important. And also like the, the phrase that just keeps popping into my head when I think about personal education, especially in 2020 is just like the word or the two words, no excuses. We're past that time where people have to get a college education to like personally develop themselves or to feel like they understand a certain subject or a topic or a strategy or like whatever it is. I think you and me even had a conversation about this like a while ago where like you even look at these ads that YouTube runs where this guy became an astrophysicist just by watching YouTube videos. Now he works in some, some famous lab somewhere. When you think of things like lynda.com and HubSpot Academy and, you know, Code Academy and, and all these other, I know it's like a lot of coding examples, but it's not just in the inbound space. It's not just in the coding space. It's like personal education opportunities are literally right at your fingertips because of this beautiful thing that we have called the internet. And there is no better time than right now, while you have a lot of free time on your hands, uh, to personally educate yourself. So many different resources out there, some that are, you know, expensive, some that are very cheap, some that are totally free like HubSpot Academy, quick little plug there, that there's just no reason not to pursue something you want to be good at. And the other thing you got to know about like personal education too, is like a lot of it just comes from like experience and getting outside of your comfort zone and being uncomfortable and, you know, just trying to put yourself into tough situations that you know you can grow from when it comes to personal education. Yeah, I'm definitely all for it. But like, don't let the whole idea that you have to go get a college education somewhere be the thing that stops you from like bettering yourself and, and growing and, 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 you know, developing your skills because it's just, everything's out there at your fingertips. You, you just have to choose to go get it. I mean, it's, it's so important. It's so important. And you have to invest in yourself too. That's like the biggest thing. I spent so much of my life not investing in myself. And it's really only like up until recently, like looking at it at the big picture that I've really, you know, started to take it seriously, you know, so just don't, don't squander any opportunities to have always be growing. Always be thinking, always be, you know, trying to get better at whatever it is that you like to do. Don't force yourself into learning something that you're not passionate about. That's, that's another big thing. When did you first realize that you yourself were an educator? So I, I, I tell this to a lot of people 
um, especially folks who are interested in like pursuing a training career or a career on like the learning and development team at HubSpot. Like when I came to HubSpot, I had zero point zero intentions of becoming like a trainer. What happened is when I was an implementation specialist and I was working with these marketing teams and these sales teams in terms of getting them to understand inbound and learning HubSpot and everything, I sort of kind of naturally fell in, not fell into it, but I sort of naturally realized I liked teaching people. More specifically, I liked teaching this stuff. So it was, it was really kind of just through the act of sort of like indirectly doing this in like my previous role, I, I realized that I love educating people on this. I still to this day kind of struggle with the idea of like, I wonder if I could go and teach something else. You know what I mean? Like I, I really think the reason that I love the role that I'm in right now at HubSpot where I'm, I'm you know, educating all the new hires on the company, our culture, the inbound methodology, the software, the tools, the strategies, like all these different things is because I'm passionate about the subject matter. I believe in what the company's doing. I love, you know, our whole ecosystem and the, and the, and the culture like around HubSpot. So I'm like super passionate about the subject matter. And I think that's what really drove me to kind of unlock the whole idea of being an educator. Also, I mean, like even back, like when I was younger, I was, I, I worked at the YMCA for like 10 years. Right. So like, I, I, I naturally, like I was, I was around kids all the time and like teaching them stuff. Cause I was a camp counselor. I, I used to teach um, lifeguard instructors. So I was a, I was like a certified Red Cross lifeguard instructor. Right. So I taught people CPR and like how to rescue people out of the water. But then even like more recently, like I think about it, my dad, he was an instructional designer his whole life. Like he worked at Polaroid for a long time and built a lot of trainings for them. Uh, he's working for the Department of Education now in, in Massachusetts doing training for them. So I'm more and more realizing it's because I have my dad's DNA that I'm following this, <laughs> that I'm following this career path. And I'm finding myself like doing things that very much parallel like what he did in his career, like unknowingly. So it was, it was, it was, it was a slow burn, I think, leading up to it. But being an implementation specialist and teaching people inbound and teaching people HubSpot, that's, I think, what like kicked me over the cliff in terms of like realizing that I actually like educating people. You know, I didn't love school growing up. So I think there was always something in the back of my head saying, you could never be a teacher. You hate school. But I think I just had to find the right subject matter for it to finally like spring out of me, if you will. What color best describes your personality and why? So green, not only because green, like, so green's my favorite color, I, 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 I'd say. I, I, I mean, orange is a quick, I mean, is a, is a close second, obviously, because I bleed orange, but green, I think. And in terms of, like, why I think it, like, involves my personality, I've always, like, viewed green as, like, a very positive color. You know, I always associate, like, you know, positivity, green means go, like, you know, go do stuff, like, don't stop, never stop. Like, you know, I've never really done a full, like, association with it. But, you know, uh, I mean, even now, if you look down at like my keyboard and my, my mouse, I've got this RGB like light setup, everything's green. Like, you know, I think, I think green has kind of always been like my go-to color. And it's mostly because I just think it represents a lot of positivity and not stop moving and, and, and keep going forward. But yeah, green. I've never had to like extrapolate it and think about the why behind it, but that's, that's most likely it. Yeah. City or country? Living? Like, uh, mm, country because I hate driving in the city. I'm like such a wimp when it comes to driving around, like with all those angry people driving in the city and just there's a lot of, a lot of lights and signs to pay attention to and I can't parallel park to save my life. So it, 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 you know, if I had to pick one place to live forever, 
I take countryside a hundred percent of the time. I live in the suburbs now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm suburbs guy through and through. I can't do the density. Okay. Speed round Skittles or M&Ms. M&Ms. Read a book or listen. Listen. Ketchup or mustard. Mustard, because I've grown up. Swimming yep. or biking? Swimming. Cable or streaming? Streaming. And the most casting. important one of all, probably. Gummy worms or gummy bears? Uh, gummy bears. Easier to, to eat, I think. Um, so I've never been, so like I Skittles over, over I mean, M&M's over Skittles. I've, I've always been like a, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't been like a huge like fruity candy guy. For me, the, the gummy bears, just I think a little bit, no, the gummy worms, a little, a little bit more difficult to ingest. So I'm just, I'm just thinking which is a more pleasant chewing experience. I, I think gummy, gummy bears. There are so many things to love about what Max just said as far as falling into being an educator, not needing a college degree and that mindset holding you back to all of the things of growing up, becoming who you need to become. And I love the things that make him happy and the things that really hashtag trigger him. Look, HubSpot, the ability to use HubSpot, the ability to go to work every day, the ability to be you, it's all an honor. It's all a gift. And we get the limited amount of days that we have to do that. And you can just see that ring true of the thoughts uh, when Max is talking. Again, one of the major reasons why he was picked to be a host on the show, The Spot. In the next interview, as weird as this sounds, you get to know me a little bit better. So let's go ahead and head over to the next one and learn a little bit about George B. Thomas, or in other words, me.